Hello, I'm Jack. I am Blake. I'm George. And we are here today with a very special guest, a very first guest, Alex Fleer. Honoured to be here, boys. Mm, it's good Thank to have you. Thank you for pronouncing my name like that. Also known as? Uh, professional degenerate. Tell, tell me, how do I pronounce your name? Fly. Fly? Fly. fly. You, you say Fleer. No, I say Fly. Well, when, when you're handing out your Instagram, I got you on that's video. because no one can pronounce it right once well, I... I feel like I can't be blamed for this. No, you really can't. In fairness, I have led you on. So it's flay. It is. As in peeling the skin off someone? Yes. Wow, okay. Which is one How? of the origins. There's two origins for the name. Mm. So one is literally flay, the bug, and then flay, which is peeling the skin off someone. I like flay. So, so somewhere down the line, your ancestors were so good at sucking, people called them a flea. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever have you ever fucked a girl on a period? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever eaten a girl out on a period? Yes. Nice. Mm. Put a oh, I don't think I'd go that far. <sighs> George would get his back blown out if he went into connections, or, or he did go into connections, but he'd get his back blown out if he stayed in there too long. Oh, so I'm the one that received. Uh. Yeah, dude. Depending on who you talk to. Have yeah. you met the regular at connections, Andy? He wears a suit. He believed that me and my mate were secretly gay. Secretly, there's nothing secret about your homosexuality, Blake. He he could sense it. He could sense it, even though we were like good mates. But <sighs> wait, because you like touching each other? Yeah. Yeah, he could sense. <laughs> now nah, he could sense dude, it. I got and a feeling. Probably see it. Judging by the way you're grabbing his cock, I have a feeling <laughs> you're gay with your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> um, we were talking about eating vaginas on periods. Yeah, we, yeah, we were actually. It. Yeah, um, I feel like um, the clit's not too bad, but if if you go down to the underneath area while it's bleeding, that would. So that's it, why you got to put a tampon. Yeah. Bit of strawberry blood comes strawberry out. Jam. I don't the know. Underneath area. When I do it. Oh, like you know? a Viking. Yeah, a Viking using the so, blood. So you eat the blood. Um, High I certainly let it get in my mouth. Hmm. Yeah. Do Do you like that? Does that turn you on? Uh it does something psychologically for me. I don't know. Um, that's that's that, that, that's my own therapy uh, requirements there. But uh, yeah, it just it just just makes me feel powerful. Like I'm oh. getting ready to go to war. You know. I see. And then like I do go to war on an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel something again. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Now is that cannibalism? Eating the blood of a human? Um, I never said I've swallowed it, although. I pretty much like I'm down there so much it can be pretty much assumed. So, but like if you were to suck dick and even if you didn't swallow it, uh-huh. that still probably means you get. Um. So, by the same logic. Yeah. Well, according to you, not according to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just what? count if you don't. Swallow. No. 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 Hmm. No. It's not my problem. Uh, I'm 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 such a man that women need a tag team partner and occasionally I have to sub in a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the heavy, yeah. the tank. Yeah, it's like they just can't mm. keep up, and and then that's what guys are just built for. You know, guys know how to make guys happy. That's true. Because that's the thing. Like the the best way a girl can give head is just like just lay her across the bed and then with her head like off the side of the bed, and then you just go to town on her throat. But with a guy, you could probably lay back and just like chill out. It's like oh, he knows what he's doing. They they you know? they know what's up. Yeah. Mm. It's like he knows he knows how to work it. You know. Even with no experience. Nah. Yeah. Like, no experience. That's like a subconscious thing. Like, we all had dads, dads, right? So, it's yeah. just, 
I remember the no, first time I saw my dad's penis. I walked in on him. Uh, <laughs> not jerking off. He was doing some kind of cleaning. He was doing some kind of bleach cleaning, so he didn't want to fuck up any of his clothes. He, but like wait, he was doing the grout in his the bathroom. So he was oh, like cleaning the grout with like bleach and shit. So he didn't mm. want the chemicals to fuck up his clothes. Mm. And I feel like I must have been like six or seven at the time. Um, <laughs> he said his cock out. Yeah, well, he was you, cleaning with bleach with his dick out. Yeah. Oh, why so do I feel like I've been in this exact same scenario as oh, well? Oh, just like the, just, the, <laughs> just the size of my father's penis frightened me. Mm. But then I grew into mine and I realized, oh, okay, that's all right. But also like it's experiencing the first ever like bush you've ever seen. You're like, whoa, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You're like, what? What the fuck? Mine doesn't look like that. I can't get past the fact that he would rather get bleach on his cock than on his clothes. <laughs> that's yeah. the bit that's tripping me out. Well, I mean, you can be careful, but like, like the fumes of bleach like affect fabric. Mm. I so I'm, or so I'm told. And um, hair. Not the human. He just accidentally bleaches his bush. <laughs> just gets the <laughs> going on down the there. Mm. Yeah, That'd yeah. be insane. We'll just take a look. Um, I'd rather not. But dude, that's educational. Ignorance is bliss. Mm. Okay. It is. Yeah. Yes. It is, definitely. Well, certainly when it comes to your father's penis. Mm. I'll take your word for it. Mm. Um, Things are best best left unseen. Yes. Mm. But do you want to die knowing this shit that you haven't experienced? What? Not my father's penis. <laughs> no. I can think of a lot of things I'd rather experience before my father's penis. Mm. Before. Before. So there's still, it's still in that. Look, if it, I've done everything else that I can possibly do, and that is just off the fucking, like, li- like that's the last thing on the list, maybe I'd go, well, fuck it. I've done everything else. I may as well have a geese at it. won't do anything else with it. But, like, if I got to that point, I feel like, first off, if I got to that point, I'd already be fucking dead. Mm. Like, let's face it. Like, if I've, if I've already done everything else to up until that point, I've probably, done I've probably everything. killed myself three times over. Yeah. Know? Which lost a few lives on that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Well, we didn't properly introduce you. What you do? Yeah, we so, do. oh, no, we, we, not his occupation. Um, I'm a comedian, uh, amongst other things. I'm an aspiring comedian, amongst other things, and uh, <laughs> I'm told I'm funny by some people, who I also think are funny. So I'm going to take their word for it. Um, I believe him. Thank you. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an aspiring comedian. I uh, I think up of very dirty jokes, some of which people don't like, and uh, most a lot of my jokes people don't like, but only subsections of people that they don't like them. I feel like I win over eighty percent of my audience usually. Mm, it's the charm. It's yeah. It's good to have diversity, though. Some people no, that hate no. you and some people that love you. I mean, no, just 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 I I want them to hate how much they love me. Mm. You know, it's like it's like oh my god, I can't get the thought of this man inside of me out of my head. You know, that's that's what I'm going for. I think that's working. You look at the comments on some of your TikToks. Oh yeah, and that shit's thirsty. I'm getting a lot of thirst traps from dudes. Thirst mm. comments from dudes. I've had I've had some thirsty DMs in the instas, mm. and uh, I respond to them. Mm. Just like, yeah, man, what's up? It's like, oh, can I see your cock? Um, I don't know. Let me think about it. Really? Yeah. What? So do you think about it? Yes, I do. It's yeah. like you should almost start your own OnlyFans. Trust me, I thought about it. I yeah. can use the extra income, but uh, I'm ethically opposed to pornography. Um, I don't think pornography is good for the mind, so I will not. Not that I'm judging anyone who makes pornography. I want to say that, like, make your money however you need to, but I will not be contributing to something. Well, see, that's the thing. You don't need to watch it, so your brain will be fine. You um, just need to make the poison for everyone else. That's that's pharmaceutical thinking. I feel like that's that's the exact same thing Jeff Bezos and uh, um, mm. every other wealthy man in power thinks. Mm. 
And so I, 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 I refuse. Um, but I do think OnlyFans is probably the most ethical way to do it because it's like Pornhub seems like just easy access, you know? Yeah, also OnlyFans, I think it's um what is paid? you go on you your own go at your own pace as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean who knows? Maybe me and Martin maybe Martin Darcy and I will just like do words of affirmation in our underwear. Yeah. yeah. I mean you could tease them. Yeah. Almost. Like you think that it will be your cock, but it's not, it's just you. Or it's, it's like emotional one. porn. Emotional like you just praise emotional. I could do that. Yeah. I reckon I could do that. I reckon some people would like that too. Mm-hmm. I can be very emotionally supportive. You can step into the shoes of the daddy that people watching may have never had. Uh, I'd rather not. You don't see yourself as a father figure. No, no. I, I think, I think people who want children are fulfilling a very thankless duty to society, <laughs> and uh, and um, it's so fucking warm. <laughs> so hot. I'm sweating so much alcohol about, from last night still. Yeah, we've all had a huge night out. Yeah. It's 31 degrees and we're sitting in the heat. Yeah. Let's just uh awesome cover that as well. Yeah, that's our dedication. Yeah, it we're is. We're doing this for you. Can we talk about this morning? We wake up at so we've got planned <laughs> that Alex will arrive around 12 yeah. midday. Um so you know, we sleep in to about we had the alarm for what 11:30. We got home at like 6 a.m. Yeah. Anyways, mm. so that's about the same time I got kicked out of the club. I wake up oh, and I just say, parallel. get a message from Alex saying, can you call me as soon as possible? I'm calling him and calling him, no answer. And then we go back to bed and I get a knock on the door with, we're like just laying in bed. Get yeah, a you're knock like, on the door. I think Alex is here. I'm like, get fucked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had the, I was like half asleep. And for some reason, I thought it was Alex. A was dream. Just kind of, yeah. You just need and, that, and then I was, and then I kind of drifted back. And then George is like, I think someone's at the door. <laughs> Dude, your bird was fucking with me while yeah. I was waiting outside. Your bird sounds like you. I don't know if that was just my drunken mind, but I swear to God, your bird was impersonating you. <laughs> he, well, he mimics a lot of fucking chat. Oh, fuck, man. He was fucking with me hard. Like, I, I, I was still, like, fairly sober because I'd walked, like, about, like I'd collectively walked about three kilometers, like from the nightclub to Elitaville station. Um, and then on to like from the bus stop to mm-hmm. your place. Yep. I feel like, yeah, I collectively walked about three kilometers, You've which a isn't journey. a lot. You've had a journey. But like when you're drunk, it's a fucking mm. marathon. Mission. With no water. Yeah, oh, that's, bro, that's dangerous. I was, I was so rough. Mm. It's like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> you- Blake opened the door and it was just silent. So he just look at you. <laughs> You've got like your shirt unbuttoned, like your shoes up off your bare foot. And it looks like you've just like been like rained on, but it's just the sweat that's just come off you. And you just look at us like, I can explain. 9.30, like probably like what, two hours after we went to bed? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I was waiting outside for a while. I was, I was afraid to knock so soon. I was like, I don't want to. No, it's all right. Oh. We, so on your story, when you're laying on the floor, taking a photo by the leaves, I was, was that here? That was Bark no, that was uh, that was uh, that was back in Northridge. I had some I had some good karma delivered to me, and then I had some uh, I, I delivered out I delved out some good karma too. Mm-hmm. So there was this guy who was in lockup most of the night, and I befriended him. Can't lock remember up. his name. Yeah, lock up with the cops, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah, he yeah, came yeah. up. He was pissed. I was pissed. And uh, we we befriended each other, and uh, but like I would have fallen asleep there on the sidewalk if he hadn't come up and checked on me, and then like I I let him use my phone to call his mum, yeah, and uh, 
his mum told him, I'll pick you up at the front of the courthouse. And he was like, yeah, I'll meet you there. And then he went on his way and I went on mine. I, got, I bought two bottles of water because I, I had water before I got here. I, I, I chewed through that water. I, yeah. In hindsight, I wish I hadn't given him that water because I really could have used that. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, I gave him one of my bottles of water and like that was my good karma for the, for the, for the day. And now I feel like that's, that's, that's why God has blessed me in recovering from this night out so quickly. I feel great right now. Yeah. Like it's, I can feel it coming out of me physically sweating yes. um and oh, my uh, back is very the the yeah I'm, I'm recovering at a stupendous rate i've got to be at work tonight and i feel like i will be in what mint time? condition uh five i've got plenty of time you going out again tonight no Ooh, are you sure most definitely mm. sure yeah i got three numbers last night though and i got sucked off twice though so it was twice. twice yeah what did you did you give it a little wash in between or no no so you got two germs on it poor second one sorry the second one, she would have gotten some extra flavor. Yeah. She? Oh, sorry, sorry. Assuming. Sorry, Assuming. my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I identify as a mystery sexual man because you need to understand there's nothing people find more uh, sexy than mystery. So therefore, I identify as that clearly the most sexiest of all sexualities, which is mystery sexual. Mm. Mystery sexual, I like Mystery it. sexual. So how do you go about um, sleeping with someone? Like how do you, how do you engage in sex without no them idea. knowing what you have? I've I have no clue, man. Mm. Can we just I've, talk about I've, how you just got sucked off twice last night? <laughs> yeah, we we'll just sure. kindly just brush that over the. Yeah, just give carpet. us all the details. Eh? Um. Well, I, hang on. I'm how? a I'm a physical learner, so you'll need to demonstrate. Sure. Uh, can we do that on camera? Ah, uh, we can do it on camera. Okay. Doesn't mean it needs to be posted. Oh. Um, yeah. That's well, for one the Patreon. Was in, one was in the toilet <laughs> at a venue. Was she shitting? No. Sorry, sorry, they. What? They were not shitting. Mm. Um, <laughs> what? But you never heard of a blumpkin? A blumpkin horrifies me. I don't know how anyone has it like enough. Mm. People should have more shame. What like, is this? Taking what? a shit while getting a blowjob. Mm. That just, what? That just seems so filthy. That's disgusting. Like, I have pretty low standards, but like that's bad <laughs> even for me. Yeah, you know? that's disgusting. So, like, yeah, no, I. It was not a blumpkin, but yeah, I did get sucked off in the toilet, and that was a very, it was, it was a great time for me. And um, I got sucked off again. Um, Same venue? No. This oh. was in an alley after oh. everyone got kicked out of the venue because they were closing up. Yeah. Which is crazy because I've like, I stay out pretty late, but I've never yeah. stayed at a place so late I got kicked out. Like, that's a first for me. Because yep. generally I kick onto a house party. Yeah. It's um, okay. generally the move. But I bumped into so many people I knew there, which is a fun time for me. But uh, it was also funny because three people asked for my number that night. And if I don't get a call back from at least one of them, I'll be so fucking pissed. Because two of them in particular were really good looking. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, there was, this, there was this Caribbean lady who was just so hot. She had like, I don't know, like this Jamaican accent. It was just, oh, she was like a MILF. Like... <laughs> Honestly, I was like, he's, he's drooling. I was so, I, I was just like, how the fuck did I, how the, how the fuck did you think me? She must have been almost as drunk as I was. Oh, yeah. Alex Ruiz. Yeah, I could not believe she asked me for my number. Really? Um, Damn. Yeah. I've no idea how I pull these things off. Uh, I feel like it's just me being myself. Yeah, I was it's just about to say that. Confidence. It's, it's the funniness. It's too. no confidence involved. It's, it's sheer no? social anxiety. Like, I'm confident when I'm doing stupid things. 
Mm. Yeah, but um, do you, in in doing that, do you not present yourself with the "I don't give a fuck" attitude? Uh, I feel like yeah, maybe there's some of that. Um, but uh, yeah, she, I, I have no idea how 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 it works. I've no idea how people find me attractive. I tell anyone who tells me they find me attractive, I tell them to go get their glasses checked. What's um, well, the mystery, dude? Sorry, it's the mystery. It's the mystery section. Yeah, they can't exactly. tell what's going on. No, no. That's you know that you're talking to them, and they're like, "Does he give a fuck? Yeah. Does he hate me? Like, I just can't tell." Yeah, that turns them on. Yeah, well, it was a funny experience I had with someone. Someone said to me like, uh, recently, um, they were like, the first time I met you, I had no idea what to think of you, and I'm like, what do you mean? And then they're like, I had no idea if you fucking hated me or like you were hitting on me, mm. and I was like, oh. Maybe that's part of my charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I didn't sleep with that person, mind you. You did? No, I did not. Oh. Mm. I no, I don't want to either. Mm. It's not because they're not good looking, but we kind of like developed to the point of friendship where you yeah. stop doing that. True, fair, fair. Because if you, you start sleeping it. with someone, you can become friends, but you can't become friends with someone and then start sleeping with them. I feel mm. like, you know, it's. I mean, that's the way my brain works. No, I agree. It just makes it a bit weird. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of hard to go back to just friends. If it's like if it doesn't it work, and it's like this is weird. Weird, yeah. Yeah, because no, yeah, you're always going to have that sexual chemistry right there. Mm. Mm. Or the, not. Speaking of meeting, how did we meet? Well, I met Blake. Mm. Uh, well, we George and I, mm-hmm. I believe, we were outside the court, and we just finished in a. No, we just went to. We were so clubbing. It was. All of us went no, out, and with... Jack left early, so Jack could have been there. He always does, doesn't he? Jack could have been there. Hey, hey, hey! I used to. I'm a changed man. He is mm. now. I haven't left early. I haven't fallen asleep first in fucking months. Nice. No, when, when we were first hanging out, I would be the first to fall asleep. They would have all the good times while I was asleep. Yep. Jack's and a little, little. We've kind of trained I, I, Jack. I was a little, little, bitch, a little boy. bitch boy, but now I'm a big bitch boy. Nice. So none of that falling asleep early. You know, I'm trying not to get defensive here, mm. but none of that anymore. Beautiful. Yeah. You'll be surprised. I believe we were wearing... We were dressed up quite nice. Dressed up? Mm. I know yeah. what I was dressed in. Yeah. We were dressed up quite nicely. And there was this guy... Yeah, I was in the I was in the, the, the psychedelic one. And the, yeah. there was this guy singing, the busker. Mm. Yeah! And yeah. he was singing Valerie, like he always does. He's just always singing that song. Yeah. Or um, Coldplay. slaughtered. Yeah, he's always singing them yeah, too. He's songs. always been there whenever we go out together. He, he, he's just he's just soldiering on that mm. one. He's he always singing is Valerie. like he's like our angel. Yeah, you know? mm. he is. He's he's there. That's why we meet. And every time we do the interviews with you, he's always there. Always. Yeah, you never see him when he's sober. Yeah, he's a good luck charm. Yeah. Or you never see him when you're just on a night out without yeah. Alec. I wonder what he <laughs> does in the day. Probably writes music. No, I can't possibly be a music writer. Fucking sing something original then. He's always singing <laughs> Wonderwall and Ballad. That's true, that's true. They're good songs, but like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, mm. They have a shelf life. Not for people when they're drunk, clearly, because I've heard him sing that song about half a dozen times, and when I'm out on a night out, I never get tired of it. So, yeah. He never moves, though. No, he doesn't. He's always on that strip. Do you reckon he's real? Um, he's I don't real think person? he's human. Because mm. like... he smiles for so long. Yeah. He smiles while singing. Well, he, he just doesn't stop smiling. And he never gets um, threatened or anything. It's no. just everyone loves How him. How has he not been stabbed yet? Every Maybe it's the songs. Maybe they have some way There's of been times where we've actually seen him like sitting. There's been like, I'm pretty sure a few homeless people just sitting with him, just listening to his chill music. Vibes. Yeah. Mm. They're just, he summons the chill vibes. I mean, speaking of which, like we, we've had a pretty good run, like doing our street talk thing. Yeah, like, we, we have. Like, we incredibly have. good. 
but like meeting up with people. But there was like the last time we did it, like we came so close to getting fucked up. Oh, that was fucked, dude. The that thing was, was yeah. if it, if it was just that little guy, mm. I would not have been worried. But the fact that he had like ten of his bros with him, yeah, the I whole was like, group. Jesus, like one fucking bad thing, like this is gonna go to yeah, shit. Yeah, he was so he was skitting it a bit. Thank God his friends pulled him into line. Yeah, like, they must have yeah. seen like we were pretty chill and like we were getting yeah, along. We so they pulled him into line. I was like. I don't know. That's what I knew my fucking guardian angel was working double time for me. Mm. I was like, and I truly believe like there's something watching over me because I've been pulled out of the shit so many times. It's the guy with the guitar. He's watching over me. It must be. There's always those people where they are on the verge of death so fucking often and they just come back home safe. Mm. And they don't know how they do it. They're just those lucky people. It's a common state for me. It was Mm. the state. Because I met Blake out on twice uh, when I was in a state. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it was just so weird the second time I met him. Because I feel like the second time I met him was after we did the podcast, but before we did the first round of Street Talk. Yes, that was, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, because Jack, yeah. Jack yeah. met Alex as well at that yeah. point. Well, I met you at the on the podcast. Yeah. 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 And I remember yeah. my first impressions. Oh, yeah? I was, because I, well, I, did, I didn't know anything about you. Mm. I just knew we were going over to be in your show. And, um, you know, you let us in. You, 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 you're barefoot. You're in your trackies, running down your stairs, and <laughs> oh man, it was an experience I'll never forget. I'd it's go barefoot into more my often mind. if I could. Mm. Yeah. It's good fun. So wait, for how free? did when did uh, Blake and Alex meet again? Wasn't it at like the Maccas or something? Uh, I was. It was after Magnet, and I was on my way to Maccas, and I'm like, just like, I look up and I see this this rainbow of a man. <laughs> So, you know, we say hi, and then I didn't actually end up going to Macca's. I think I got a call or something, and I stayed there for a bit. And then I was like, fuck it. I'd get food when I'm like, at home or like later. And I start going the other way, and then I interact with this guy. I start talking, and that's the guy that would have killed himself if he didn't see me. I, I had like a two, like after we met I that night, and then I had like a two-hour conversation with a guy about life. And he said he was very, he, he said he was really fucked up and he was like pretty much on his way to like go to a train station or like something and just like. Damn. Jesus. Yeah. I got deep. This is a, this is a very entertaining podcast. <laughs> yeah. Started with period eating and yeah. now suicide. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Covering all the basics. Mm. Um, that must mean... Good on you for talking to that guy. I mean, <clears throat> I I kind of like saw my past in him. Yeah. It was oh. weird because like he was going through like a really shit breakup, and I was just like, "All right, let's talk, man." Mm. How? Know, it's like people have like trust issues, and like they, they didn't trust me at first. Dude, I've still so many fucking hang-ups about relationships. It's ridiculous. Mm. I'm always worried. Like, am I ever gonna fucking get over this? And then I probably not. Mind you, I was dating someone recently who was hell fucking chill. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. So we had to put things on break for a second. Yeah. But, like, we're still held tight. Uh-huh. And, like, if I go back and date anyone, it'll be that person. It's yeah. like, if I go back to, like, anyone, they are the chillest. I was like, fuck, yeah. Was that the um, older woman? Did yes. you date someone that was a lot older than you? Yes. Mm. I only date people who are older than me. Oh, I re- only Same. recently had a friend was with benefits who was younger than me. Like, 19, 20? Yep. Like, that's the first time I've 
ever slept with someone or dated someone younger than me, I think. Yeah, right. Um, so all 60 of your previous partners. Yeah, thanks for bringing up that number. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's around that number. Like, it's, it's, it's around that number. Because uh, obviously you have nights out like I do. Some memories become blurred. Um, you wake up some mornings with strangers and you're like, you're not sure what you did, but it's pretty safe to assume judging by the fact that your the smell. dick doesn't feel like it usually does. Yeah. Then the smell, <laughs> but like, that's just, it's kind of assumed at that point, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially considering both of you are naked. Yeah. yeah. Then you've got to kind of, that's a telltale. Mm. Yeah. Well, you were telling us, um, when you invited us on your podcast, you were saying that you've woken up with many different items around you and attached to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a fairly co- consistent thing. Mm. Uh, I've woken up in handcuffs like God knows how many times. Um, Have you woken up in handcuffs in a different person's house? Oh, yeah. Usually someone oh. else's house. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, more often than not, someone else's house. If, it's my, if, I, if I'm, like, conscious enough to, like... Because generally when you're like inebriated, you're led back to someone else's house. Because when you're inebriated, like you don't have enough fucking functionality to go like, oh, I should get myself home. Mm. Not only that, but like, oh, let me direct and take someone home yeah. with me. It's mm. like, no. So when you're inebriated, generally you're just led around by someone and then you end up winding back at theirs and then you end up waking up in handcuffs. Um, but you end up like waking up in all kinds of weird things. I woke up with a ball gag around my mouth one time. Like, yeah. still mouth open? Uh, yeah, so, like, so it was just hanging around my neck at that oh, point. Okay. Um, I thought like, slept with, like, no. mouth yeah, open. Yeah, you woke up night. with it. Yeah, That'd be fucked. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Although I do have, like, a really, like, there's this, there's this ball gag you can get, which is hollow, with holes inside of it. So it doesn't, like, uh, hinder breathing of the mouth. Mm. Because the thing with what? ball gags is it's, like, because it's forcing your mouth open. When you have your mouth open, you're like, nat- you naturally want to breathe through your mouth rather than your nose, um, which makes ball gag kind of uncomfortable. But when you've got one with holes in it, it makes it like uh, so quite yeah. bearable. Mm. So I have one of those ball gags and it, it's, a, it's, it's a lifesaver, really. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, I woke up in nipple clamps one time. That was probably the most uncomfortable thing. Nipple clamps <laughs> fucking suck. So I fucking never put them on voluntarily. Um, like, uh, generally I wind up in them because someone thinks it's a fucking funny idea to just snap them on without fucking noticing. And then like I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> and it's like, they are so... Un- like, honestly, I've had fucking like... Purple nipples when you wake up. Oh, dude. Like, on, like I've had... like swollen. I've had fucking Bruce. ropes tied around my nuts that were more comfortable than a fucking pair of nipple clamps. Oh. Like, like, nipple clamps fucking suck. Like, I hate them so much. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't... I can't say I'm keen to try it. They <laughs> fucking are horrendous. I don't know how some people like them. Maybe people's nipples are differently, but for me, it's like, no, nah, I'm not fucking having Feel a bar different. of that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I hate them. And that, like, I remember I saw this one time, there was this nipple clamp where like what it was, it was like a, it was like, I don't know what it was, but it was like almost like a finger trap of some kind because what it was, it was two bits of wire that were like that. And then there were like thimbles on the edge of them that you pushed in and then it made it tighter. And like that, I Ooh. tried on one of them for a second and like she pushed them in on it and I'm like, get this the fuck off me right now. Like this sucks so much. <laughs> it's like fucking do anything else but besides that and like yeah so like 
I just, like, these days, if anyone pulls out a pair of nipple clamps, I'm like, no, put them away. That, nothing has happened with them. It's like, you can fucking pour hot wax on me, like, fucking slap me in the face, spit in my mouth, but I'm not fucking around with nipple clamps. It's just not happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that will be something mm. I ever... Actually, you know, never say never. Never say never. Everyone's bodies are different, you know? But you might enjoy it, but I, ha- <laughs> I promise you I do not. You've done a pretty good job on not selling me. On the nipple. Yeah, I hope you never get sponsored by like a sex company because you just kind of fucked around. I will not be uh, condoning any of their nipple clamp toys. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not even. Though uh, I'm right there with you. And handcuffs. Um, I have a really cool pair of handcuffs. So I've got like two pairs of cuffs. One's a Velcro pair, which is kind of nice. And then another one's like a, uh, I don't know what you call it. It's like. It's basically uh, consensual kink uh, friendly ones because you can just slip them off. Like there's a latch that just, oh, just yeah. takes them off. Mm. So like it's basically like no one ever needs to worry because it's like I've been put, I've been locked in uh, handcuffs enough like, now to, to be like, oh, I'm worried. Mm. Like, I can't do anything. And like, oh, they could probably kill me. Yeah, this person like is a random as well. That yeah, you bring him back. It's from like them. I cannot believe I let it go this far, and here I am. Yeah, wearing nothing in handcuffs. This is not a great position to be in. Yeah. And uh, then I, then when I bought them, I was like, "Hey, that's handy. I'm gonna get those pair, that that pair." And yeah, and then the rest was history. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they come with their own key. Like if you want to fuck it, like play with the key. But like generally, yeah, you just slip yeah. them off like that. It's so much easier. Damn. Yeah. Is it part of the appeal that you're absolutely helpless in front of a stranger? Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why I like comedy so much, just getting up and fucking, like, humiliating myself in front of crowds <laughs> by saying obscene shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, like, you, you like people laughing at you? Um, not all the time. Sometimes I like like laughing at people. Mm. I go back and forth. Mm. But so, do you, do you ever have, like, hecklers? And yeah. then that turns you on? Yeah. Um, well, depending on what mood I'm in, mm. because the reality is if you book a gig, you've got to get, on, get up on stage whether in, wh- whether you're in the mood or not. You know, it's a little bit like rooting a fuck buddy. It's like, mm. sorry, but you're not always going to get to fuck on your optimal time. Mm. So you've just got to do it when suits. And it's like, yeah. So I've had gigs where I've gone up on stage and it's like, I, had, I want to do anything else but be here. But I booked the gig. I'm going to rock up. and I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. And then I get there and I'm like, I do not want to do this. And when I'm in that mode, like, I have no time for hecklers. I just want to get through my jokes and fucking get off stage rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like other times when I'm feeling, oh, I feel like, oh, fuck, man, I can take on the world. But sometimes it goes right, like it reverses, it changes so quickly. Like yeah. I, did, I did a gig recently. This was the f- like the gig after my friend show, my first friend show. And uh, it was an open mic. And I had to follow this uh, comedian whose name I forget, which is very bad of me because he was amazing. Yeah. His jokes were a bit punny, which apologies. Uh, I don't mean that in a bad way, but like his jokes were very punny, uh, but his delivery was, and, and like timing and like energy was just fucking perfect. And he mm. crushed the crowd with a totally different vibe and energy to me. Yeah. And I had to go on after him and it's hard yeah. enough going on stage after someone has already crushed the audience. Mm. Yeah. Cause but now they're expecting to laugh even more. Style. Exactly. And then, but like, let alone with a different style and then you've yeah. got to go up on stage and it's like, Oh great. I've got to smoke the crowd. This guy was doing like pretty, you know, safe, pretty like well-written and well-delivered jokes, but pretty safe, like 
uh, family-friendly material. And then, yeah. oh, I'm going to go up on stage and I'm like, great, I'm going to make jokes about fucking uh, lesbian divorce abort- and abortion. Mm. And it's like, you know, and it's, <laughs> yeah, great. Like, like how, do I, how the fuck do I follow that? What was, the, what was the rough crowd age? The, the Oh, man, age matters so much, I'm realizing. I heaps prefer to perform to a young audience. The younger, the better. Yeah, They get more rowdy as well, I feel. Yeah, well, I've always found it ridiculous. Like, older people say, oh, younger people are so easily offended. And I don't feel like they are. Because it's like, young, old pe- oh, younger people are so, like, they're triggered if you use the wrong pronouns. Older people, like, were triggered back in the day when a black person used the same water fountain as them. You know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like, you know, older people are, like, much more easily triggered than younger mm, people yeah. for, like, way simpler shit. Yeah, because they think that they're very, like, at that age, they're very mature and they're, like, I just don't think they'd enjoy it as much. Motherfucker, That's- you are just another child. It's like we are all just like yeah. I still don't feel like I've matured anything after high school. Mm. It's like I still have the same stupid. Still the eighteen-year-old soul inside you. Yeah. Do you do you sometimes like remember when you were a kid and you think about when you're an adult and the shit you want to do and then forget that you're actually an adult now? Yes. Mm. Yes. That happens all the time. I know. I still don't. Like I thought, I'm there'd still be a moment. To feel like what an adult is like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I thought there'd be a moment where I shake someone's hand and get given a beer, where I'd be like, I'm a man now. Yeah. No, what happens is, is that you just get uh, the the like the you just start paying a subscription to life, i.e., taxes, and uh, but with the subscription you get to unlock cooler shit. So like now you get to drive around, you get to drink, you get to do other things. Pass the trial period. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and then you go into. And I feel like that's why uh, that's why you know probably teenage suicide is so high these days. You know, they just kind of go. Um, yeah, I'm not paying for this. Yeah, the the free trial yeah. was good. Free but, trial was good, but I'm not I'm not going with the service. Yeah, it changes mm. a little bit. No, mm. it's good. No, it's not good. <laughs> mm. That dog looks fucking dead. Yeah, no. he didn't like the free trial. Yeah, they just Matthew. signed out. He's asleep. Yeah, you know, I I want to know now. During all your, we do a lot of street interviews with you. Yeah. Where you you chat to people for some TikTok content. Yeah. You're all, always wearing the most. Fantastic costume. Thank you. Of a, oh, it's not tie-dye, a rainbow unicorn no, onesie. It's tie-dye. It is it tie-dye. Is tie-dye? Yeah. My bad. You're all good. A tie-dye rainbow unicorn. Psychedelic onesie, that's mm. what we call it. That, yep. That's the one. Psychedelic onesie. I want to know how you built the confidence to wear such a thing in a place where stabbings occur every night. Um, <laughs> When you wear it like that. <laughs> uh, it's uh, To be honest with you, I feel like the, the costume is the confidence. It's mm. like... Uh, it's like a new ego. Man, it's it's like it augments my abilities. It's like it enhances me. Like uh-huh. it's it's like uh your best version um, of yourself. Yeah, it it's just like man, it just feels like fucking armor. Mm. It feels like I'm it, Iron Man. Yeah. It feels like I'm Batman. It feels like I'm Superman in that thing. Like and I don't know, it's like it feels like when I'm wearing that, like I often say, oh yeah, I've got very good guardian angels. When I'm wearing that thing, they know to be watching out for me. Because they're like, okay. This man is about to do some Mm. great things, but he's going to fucking run a lot of risks while he's doing it. So we really got to look at it. He's pulling out the fucking onesie. Yeah. Mm. So, like, I don't know. It's just just something about it. And it's also, it's really, like, it's really fun for me to see the reaction that people get. I Mm. smoke an old-fashioned pipe, like, when I smoke. And, like, it's a very long thing. It's like, have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah, It's like what Gandalf smokes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's so funny. 
when like you're walking through Northridge and you're in the onesie. That, in a one- that. Oh my like, god! One time I was doing that, and then someone came up to me, and he literally said, "Sorry, bro, I just had to make sure you were real." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, bro, I am, eh?" It's it pretty out there. And like, did he ask for a quest? Uh, <laughs> he asked me a lot of things. He asked me for some wisdom, which I, I gave it to him as best I could. Some people ask for the weirdest things. You still do the, like, like you give knowledge or poem? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that still, that works like, so I developed this trick for getting, for basically like going out is expensive Mm. and I'm on a budget, uh, because yeah, yeah, pretty much, but I've developed ways to like, I don't call it cheap. I don't, I, I don't consider myself cheap because what I do is I provide a service. So I talk to people and I'm like, the most iconic one was at the pretzel stand where this chick, I was like, listen, darling, you're going to buy me that pretzel. And she was like, fuck off, get out of here. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to buy me that pretzel. And I, I'll tell you why. I was like, I'm going to write you a poem. If you like the poem, you're going to buy that pretzel and you can keep the poem. If you don't like the poem, you don't have to buy the pretzel. And uh, she was like, oh, okay. I wrote the poem. She liked the poem. She took the poem. She bought the pretzel. I walked away with the pretzel. And it's like that. It was like, there you go. and to be honest with you, the pretzel wasn't that great. I kind of wish I'd traded it for something else. But the fucking like moment for it, I ended mm-hmm. up giving the pretzel to some homeless guy. She probably enjoyed it much more than I did. I don't know something something about it. I, I don't know. I don't know why I craved it. I don't think I'd ever tried a pretzel like that before. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a cookies was it like and cream. Like the sweet one, or was it like a yeah, savory it was a cookies one? and cream one. So yeah. it was a sweet one, and like. The initial taste wasn't bad, but it just kind of curdled in my stomach and made me feel funny. I, and I was had like, "Yeah, not the for exact me." Same hey. one. But uh, no, the thought was great. She particularly liked what I said afterwards when she was like, "Because I wrote them two, yeah, I wrote these two Sheilas, the poem. They liked the poem, but like they were like talking. I was like, I needed to ask them because I wanted to make the poem personal to them. Mm. And she was just like, "Oh, she's such and such." And I can't remember what what that such and such was, but I remember what the other one said. And the other one said, you'd be like, oh, she's got great tits. And don't ask me to repeat what the poem was because that's gone. That's lost. Yeah. Uh, the girls probably lost it. But uh, she said that. And once I got through the poem, they were like, yeah. So it would have been nice if she complimented my tits, but I know my titties are small. And to that, I just said, I just said to her, darling, I've never seen a pair of titties I didn't like. <laughs> and she was just like, now that is fucking poetry. And mm-hmm. I'm like, too right, darling. Because yeah, yeah. have you ever seen a pair of titties you didn't like? Not when I wanted to be shown them. Mm. Have you yeah. ever seen a pair of titties that you didn't want to be shown? Yeah. Oh, I feel like sure. there's got to be some people that, like, old people that have just flashed mm. in, like, the city. Do, you know does a man's titties on... count? Sure. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, you seen that picture of Elon Musk that went out? Oh, I saw oh, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. A very weirdly shaped torso. He, he yeah, looks like he, he's in a lot he of He doesn't pain. look real, does he? He looks... He looks like he's like he was like puffing up his chest, which just deformed like the middle part of his torso. Is this when he was like swimming? Yeah, yeah. 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 And like yeah. the middle part is the most extended, and then it like curves he's back like a lizard his person. Yeah. Yeah, it's because he's lizard fucking, people. He's like real or fake? Working. Oh, real man, real man. I have so many conspiracy theories, so I can't get into them because I'll be assassinated. Which I'm prepared to be assassinated, but not until I've accomplished a couple more things. Yeah. And like, ha- I have to be assassinated for like saying the right thing. But basically, the world is run by 13 families. It's, to sum up all of my conspiracy theories, simply everything that we do in this life is decided by about 13 families. Is that the um the family that owns what is it the all the banks in the world? Yeah, that's the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds, apparently, the, yeah, they the, don't. The family that owns 
or is invested into most. Without getting into it. <laughs> yeah. But the family that owns like most energy sectors <laughs> is like the out. Rockefellers. Uh-huh. And then there's the Orsinis. And then there's uh, the Lees. And then there's the Collinses. And then I feel like there's also the Merovingians. Those are, those are just the ones I can remember off the top of my head. Mm. But like, yeah, there's some of them. It's, it's, it's comically how like, it, it's, it's actually funny how easily we are like lied to. Oh yeah. And like, it's, it's. And you think that's the truth. Yeah. It's, <coughs> oh man, I wish I could be that funny. Um, and I try to be, but like these guys are funny without even trying, you know? It's like, and like every, every single one of these families has a tie to organized crime as well. It's like direct ties. Yeah. Mm. Mafia type stuff. Older than mafia, man. Older than yeah. mafia. It's, it's crazy. The Jesuits. That's another order. I forgot to mention. That's another secret society. The order of the Jesuits, which uh, they have the black Pope, which is the head of the Jesuit order. Who everyone says is like supposedly more powerful than the Pope. I'm going off on a total tangent. <laughs> this is what happens when you like you fucking have way too much time to think for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it, this is what happens when a conversation yeah. gets into like just a single bit of a conspiracy theory. And it doesn't theory. help that like I hang around with Martin Darcy more and more. Oh yeah. Oh, does he fuel that? Um, not directly. Like he doesn't really partake in the conversation, but he makes me want to talk about it because he mm. listens to uh. like he encourages me to talk about it, and that's like almost as bad as like mm. adding to it. Biggest conspiracy theory I believe in is like, how the fuck pyramids just land there, you know? Ain't no way we built that. I'm thinking aliens, dude. Oh, we had uh, such like, like, beyond technology. Like, if you, if we had to build the pyramids today's day and age with the technology and everything that we have, I don't think we could do it in such a rapid speed. Whereas they got it done within like years, didn't they? No one really knows. Well, they, they had a lot of slaves. No one really knows. They had a lot of fucking yeah. slaves. <laughs> yeah, but, but they like aligned it perfectly with the stars. Yeah, that, that's the bit that fucks me up. Like, and uh, even, wasn't there one under the water that they yeah, found? That's yeah. still lined up. Yeah, no, that's fucked. They, there's like some like aligned perfectly. Center, like the center yeah. of the pyramid is lined perfectly around the world. Stop. How See, do you do like that? The dinosaurs, man. Mm. They built them. <laughs> Rick and Morty yeah, episode. Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> Rick and Morty. A fucking head oh, rider. Oh, oh man. What I'm so f- glad uh, I never got too far on the Rick and Morty. Oh train. my god. I, it's devastating. I've out of some of my friends so hard. I'm like, ha ha ha. It's You've been a fan of a pedophile for fucking years. And I told you that show was overrated as shit years ago. No, hey, I, I still did. love Rick I and love Morty. it. Yeah. I'm not saying like, it's bad, but I do think it is overrated. Are you someone that can separate the art from the artist? So um, do you depending still... on the art and depending on the mm. artist. Do you listen to Michael Jackson? Uh, very rarely. Well, I mean, I don't like. I don't mind a bit of MJ. Uh, I quite like a bit of MJ in a musical sense. I can but, stand. Um, I can separate it if it's like not hypocritical. But I mean, like thinking about it now, most celebrities in that American industry is just. For some reason, they're all like pedophiles. Oh, it's, just, it. it's, it's like it's, once you reach a certain like, level of fame and power, was, it seems to fuck everyone up. I was saying up, this dude. other day to a few people, like, surely you can have some self-control. 95% of uh, celebrities who were famous before 2005 fucked children. Oh, it's like... That? I am that confident. Yeah. Like... That's fucked. 95% of them. Yeah. I, I probably say the, one, the few ones, I definitely say Keanu... It, it's really the it's really the celebrities. You, the main thing you got to look out for is celebrities who like have had long periods of fucking dullness. So like Brendan Fraser fell off the map for a while, so I don't think he's one. 
Keanu Reeves went through a really flat period in his career. Um, so Jim Carrey as well. Okay, good. I thought Jim you were going to say. Jim Carrey went through a flat period in his career. I suspect he's probably like a piece of shit person. Like everyone knows he kind of treated one of his girlfriends like dog shit, but I don't think he ever touched children. Um, Jim Carrey was I actually mean, exposing. Do you remember? Um, yeah, yeah, he's he a clips, very. Yeah. Yeah. And he was on Epstein's flight, but I'm convinced not everyone on Epstein's flight, like, it's only the regulars in Epstein's oh, yeah. activities. Because it's like Eminem once, once, and yeah. never winning it. Exactly. So like, if all these big people are going, and you're also big, like, you're gay. gonna go. Like, oh, is that like um oh, that, the <laughs> interview? It was well, Seth Rogen. it is the interview, but like, it's a highly like it's a it's it's another conspiracy theory. I hope. Oh, Eminem there, is there, gay. There's a pretty interesting one that Eminem has been replaced at in about 2007 <laughs> with a, <laughs> a look like. Yeah, I the believe that. The theory is that he, when he OD'd, he actually cocked it, and then they got someone else. Well, I totally believe that, especially considering like that thing he did. What was it at the Grammys where like he held up his fist and everything like that? Because it's like, oh, like in the anti-Trump thing, which is like I understand it like being anti-Trump thing, but like. I feel like Eminem of 2005 would never do something so cringy in that style now that, of Yeah, version. that anti-Trump thing, that was that was the low point of his career. I'd fucking love Eminem, but that was bad. Shit on Trump all you want, but like mm. you could have done it so much better. Just yeah. the opening line. Mm. Well, that's an awfully hard coffee pot. Mm. Hope I don't drop it on Donald Trump. Like mm. it's not good. That, it's that's bad. It's it's not uh, it's not it's not as, it's not his highest point, is it? Mm. But yeah, but he's come back, and I love his new shit. I haven't listened to any of his new shit. I am finding my weird music taste getting weirder and weirder as I get older. Getting weirder. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. same. Yeah? I, I found this um new genre of music, Japanese reggae. Japanese reggae. It's insane. What? I've They're really good at it. They are insane. And really I would not an I would I would not have thought of it. But Japanese like that be Japanese reggae. I've got a few songs on my like uh like songs and they're just banging. Someone has definitely tried to cancel Japanese reggae. Someone has called that a cultural appropriation. It's it's insane to me. Mm. But like that just goes to show there's probably like so many other genres of music that you just won't know about. Talking about conspiracy theories, I got one though that a lot of sex diminishes one's craft. You know, you look back at Nikola Tesla's belief, he stayed celibate because he believed that sex would ruin his mind. He was also autistic, but yeah, go on. Oh, 100%. I don't think a neurotypical person would fall in love with yeah. a pigeon. But Wait, yeah. what happened? He fell in love with a pigeon. Oh, yeah. nice. But oh. anyway. Um, As you do. Not with pigeons, with a pigeon. Yeah, with like a Mike pigeon. Tyson. Yeah, essentially. Except Mike Tyson did not stop having sex with humans. Let's put that out there. Yeah. Mike Tyson <laughs> was a hound dog. <laughs> you know, there was this funny story, and Mike Tyson confirmed it himself. When he went over to uh, into Japan to fight Buster Douglas, I think it was, like, they filled up his hotel room with older, like, housekeepers. So, like, he wouldn't fuck them. Because, like, he'd normally just tear through the stuff. They were young and good looking. But even when they were older, Jesus. they filled it up with, like, 40 and 50-year-olds. And this is, like, a 23, 24-year-old Mike Tyson. Even that didn't stop him. He still tore through the fucking oh, fuck What an animal. Jesus. Greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> uh, and that proves it. It's like, if you can... Stand yeah, up. just... Stammering on that kind of oh, man. What a fucking specimen. Oh, God bless Mike Tyson. I, I think Mike Tyson's definitely a bit autistic as well. Oh. Um, he's Aren't we all? Just, he's he's not all there. No, he, he's... You, do you he's know gone through his story? Yeah, like he's, he's got a, he's got a rough past, yeah. His podcast yeah. is quite good. I like, yeah, yeah. I like listening to him because 
he has been Mike to Tyson. Mike Tyson. That like people don't return from. Yeah. And I just feel like people think he's, he's simple, come a long but way. really I just think no one has ever like no one has ever fucking been raised like that. Nah. You know, been raised by like a, a prostitute mother and a pimp father. Both of whom were drug addicts. He wasn't really raised by his father, yeah, though. Bam. Yeah, his father And left. then adopted by a guy who brainwashed him into thinking that he was the greatest boxer of all time. And then, like, Mike Tyson said himself, it was like... Which he was. Customato knew that, like, he wasn't going to be around for much longer. So, like, Customato taught him everything he needed to be, like, the, mentally the perfect fighter, the greatest of all time, but he didn't teach him an off switch. And so, mm. like, that's probably why he mentally kind of, like... Define. It's like when you're just kind of like going a hundred miles an hour and you never make time for yourself. I feel like there's definitely going to be a mental like fucking drawback to it after a while. Have you guys seen the uh, show on Disney Plus called Tyson? It's shit. I love it. It's. it's I thought it was so good. It's um basically just a series of Mike Tyson's life, mm. and it's like actual actors like playing. I thought it was good. I I didn't like it, and the main reason I didn't like it though is mainly because Mike Tyson didn't approve of it. And oh. the other thing too, the actor who played Mike Tyson, actually good. He I, did really well. Yeah, I, I fully copped to him. I thought he was great. But I just felt like there were some other details they missed out. They could have had like Teddy Atlas in there more. Um, and they didn't. They they could have had a lot of other things in there more. And Mike Tyson ultimately didn't approve of it. And, you know, it's his story. I feel like he should have the right to yeah, he should say, say how it's well, yeah. It's not like you're telling the story about fucking Freddie Mercury. It's like, well, Freddie Mercury's not fucking really here to direct anymore, guys. Yeah. You know, it's like Mike Tyson's still here. You could have given him some creative control over it. Exactly. But yeah, they didn't. They just went straight over his head. Yeah, yeah. that's fucked. It is a bit. I like the style of it, though. Like, I feel like they captured it pretty well. Um, but yeah, they definitely missed out on a few bits. I got the most toe-curdling head recently. My toes curled sideways for this head. Probably the best head I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. What, what made it so good? Fire <sighs> right, man. Wouldn't you like to know? Like I say, mystery sexual guys. Stay mysterious, get head. So yeah, like how many blowjobs a week do you get? <laughs> Not that as much as you would think, uh, um, considering my streak lately, but it wasn't always this way. In fact, probably I want to say from like June, no, probably later than that. I want to say from like November to December. There's a real dry period for me. Or October to December. It was a real dry period. Mm. But then I feel like I've come back strong in January. Um, New Year, New Year. Man, it's, I don't know what's going on, but... People are hornier of, in the beginning of the year. There's a lot of sex to be had lately. It's, mm. uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's just different. I don't feel like... Maybe it's New Year, New Them. They're open to more experience. Maybe. Mm. Maybe, and I'm open to them being more open to experiences. Metaphorically? Physically. Both. Um, that was the same chick who, like, who said, like, because me, me, and, me and a friend, and shall remain nameless because I don't know if he wants to... Be on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, were compa- we were comparing notes on who ate ass the best. And, like, my fuck buddy said eight out of ten, which I was quite happy with. Because it's not like I took a course to get good at eating ass. I just can't eat it out of passion. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was very happy with an 8 out of 10. That's um, pretty high. Yeah. It's a good number. It's, it's, the, it's the rooting that was a real mixed kettle of fish. Oh. Uh, because it's like some people said, yeah, you're a good root when your dick works. And I'm like, oh, that's not that often. <laughs> um, but uh, then other times, like other people were saying, oh, you fucking, it's like, 
it's not that your dick's bad, it's just your rhythm's all off. And I'm like, yeah, that's because my fucking body's fucked from doing fire huh? for so long. <laughs> Get to the chopper! So there's conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't have spoke about the Rothschilds. They're about to drop a SWAT team in here and take me away. <laughs> that's really low. Fuck you for fucking up our podcasty dog. Oh, I just like half blinded myself. It, add, it adds to the um, the background vibes to it, you know. Mm. Yeah, but I'm um, so so your motion of the oceans up. Sometimes with mm. some people, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I feel like some people have a natural. Um, some people naturally have a rhythm for different body types. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know what, what what you can put that down to, but... Does it come down to back to dancing, if you're a good dancer? Well, I'm not a good dancer, good but I'm being told by some people I'm a good root. Okay. And then I'm, I'm being told by other people that I'm an average root. What's mm. this yep. dancing thing? If you're a good dancer, generally, that corresponds to being good in bed, motion-wise. Is that, is that not like a coordination thing? Mm. Coordination, stamina, energy, the whole lot. I feel like I'm living in a rave. <laughs> Such a dog. <laughs> so mean. One thing I wanted to ask you. Me? All three of you. Okay. okay. Is, um, so like you, you, you started out as like, obviously like a film crew. Mm. And I'm always very curious, like, and this was a question I got to ask someone recently because I thought it's a really fascinating question. If imagination is the limit, what is the biggest stage you guys see yourself on? What is the biggest setting mm. you guys see? What what like where do you see sizzle, the end game of Sizzle Reel Studios? Damn! Don't let don't let fucking practicality hold you back. Like just let imagination run wild. Like do you want to be directing? <laughs> you know, like fucking you know the next Oscar winning film. Do you want to be? You uh, know, there there are films that I want to direct later. Okay. That I will. So we've always that's yeah in the plan wanted me, to delve personally. back into the films eventually, mm. but I'll audition for that. We we are on a roll right now with just parties, mm. events. Um, mm. There's just so many things that we have opportunities to do. Mm. What I want is us to be personalities um, mm. and be like able to be at festivals <laughs> for being us. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. Or like. I guess be quite well known for telling a good uh, story in like terms of documentaries. Yeah. In like people's lives and telling a story behind something. Should do a documentary on mom. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I can see the end of Sizzle, the end of Sizzle, but um, <laughs> like us when like down the track. Do you know the unemployed on, un, um, what is it? The unemployed. Inspired, inspired. unemployed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got now like better beer. Um, they've fucking just did a commercial with Margot Robbie and Shaq. Like, shit. Um, I can definitely, Robbie. yeah, I can definitely see like us being that, like them Big entertainers guys. and like presenters, just and also guys. not that, but also like having Sizzle as a brand. Mm. Like, we can do merch. We can have events ran by us. And if you ever get your own fucking studio, make sure it has air conditioning. 100%. Oh, yeah. That's the goal. No, we want to have a warehouse. See, there'll, there'll be a little gap in the roof. Just Because this is what brings out the actual, the vibe of the show. The vibe of the show. We, we sweat out 
the comedy from our guests. <sighs> we might as well fucking do it in a sauna, right? If we're mm. gonna do it that way, that'll, that'll, that'll be like hot tub <laughs> episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Hot tub would actually be nice. The hot tub's like really not that hot. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, nah. can gets your sweat. Gets the sweats going. Can. Um. So yeah, I definitely think we can definitely get a warehouse underway. And have that as a studio where people can rent our studio for That'll their be own sick. personal use. Mm. Even like setting our own podcast studio up and people can come in and film their podcasts there. And the second thing and last thing I'll bring up before I let you start asking me questions again, it's not really a question. I just wanted to say, how much fucking does better, how much better does George Hare look like this? Yeah. He had a haircut. How much fucking better does he look? Thank you. He just fucking, I don't know what, it, he didn't look bad last time, but something <laughs> just like, you know, I don't want to say he looked like. He's improved. He's improved. Yeah, I don't want to say he looked like dog shit or anything. No, nah, like, yeah. I can tell it was uh, the shaggy hair, you know? Yeah. This fly just won't leave me alone, though. No, no, but like, there's something going on for you now. Like I said, Ringo Starr kind of looked Thank man. you, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, your eyebrows are like off the chain. Thank you. Uh, you have very thick eyebrows, at nice. I do. do. I do. Very nice eyebrows. I'm a very hairy man. In contrast to the bright blue man, eyes. Man. I'm sourcing up his looks, and then you're telling him that he'd be the first pick at the yeah yeah for, the for a gay guy. What are you trying to say? Alex? What are you trying to say? Oh, he would. Like honestly, it's like if he was swinging that way, he would run through so many gay guys. It's not even funny. <laughs> like the Mike Tyson of homosexuality. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> he would break records. It's like yeah. You could probably work your way through connections in a night. Everyone would be keen on you. Damn. And you two would do That's well sick. as well. But, like, <laughs> fucking, there's something, about, there's something about the market for guys like uh, fucking George at the moment. It's the bling, I think. Yeah. The bling. The bling's no. bringing it. Even just the name George. <laughs> it sounds like a fancy gay dude, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, it sounds like, George, yes. It'd be like, oh, we're going to go catch up with our colleague, George, yes. yes we're gonna fancy gay us. guy. We need, we, need to go, <laughs> we need to go bugger our friend George up the bum, yeah, something like that. And it's like, have you talked to George, lad? Oh, yes, I hear he's <laughs> sucking off Wilfred down by the skate park, you know, something like that. Yeah, whereas Blake, it's like, Blake is like fucking, oh yeah, we'll go catch up with Blake. What's he doing? I'm probably ripping bongs again or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and Blake, Jack, Blake it's is... like, what's Jack doing? Oh, probably fucking getting on the piss and beating his wife. You know? <laughs> so that's like, those, those are those names, you know. Whereas George, it's like, George is, it's like, oh, that's a, that's, that's a man out who's, it's like, he is, if he wanted cock, he could get it. You know? <laughs> Well, it's like the time when I went to Connections with you because I needed a piss. And this is the only experience I've ever had in Connections. It was um, while you were chatting to someone you knew, there was like two gay guys behind you waving at me, but in like a very sexual way. Wait, and I just didn't know how to respond. Yeah. And I was just, just kind of like, just gave him like a nice, like, hello. Like a wave. Hit him with the riz. And then I took a piss and left. Oh. Oh. Waving in a sexual way, can you demonstrate this? It was like a... Yeah, I know what he means. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, see, yeah. I see. Yeah. 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 You don't need to explain. I've seen it The wiggle of the fingers, you know. Mm. Mm. I was yeah. like, you meant like a kind of, I don't nah, know, a wave sexually. Now, there is a topic I want to talk about. Sure. And it's quite a scary topic. Oh, and it God. is very, very, very relevant. Okay. And we've seen a massive <laughs> boost in it in the last few months. Oh, fuck. Is AI-generated entertainment. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, now, we're all trying to make it into an industry where AI is about to completely take it over hmm. in fucking two years. Um, yeah, could. Even to the point where I realized there is an AI that can write stand-up comedy and can just randomly generate 
infinite comedy, right? And there, there will come a point when it's surpassing human comedy, you know? And the same thing for movies. They're getting written, books, art. You know, it's already becoming redundant to hire a digital artist. Is I was talking to this with my girlfriend that um, I don't think AI will ever take over art like paintings, but it's definitely a different form of art. But if we're talking it's careers, it's insane. It's like art careers, painting yeah, is always going to be cool. But you just don't get the same, you know, like originality and but creativity. You if if you're a programmer and you, you can, can put use in AI, prompts. yeah, as an art. Form. Yeah, I know mm. that. That's what I mean. It's an art form, but it kind of like takes away from like actually doing it. But there'll never be a person. Well, no, there'll never be a robot that can like. Well, you actually, you don't know. Like, have a personality mm. on stage. Yeah. That you exactly, can connect yeah. with someone, well, unless they have like actual like robots with that can develop a like a self-conscious kind of thing. Now, and like, we are almost Detroit there. become human. The most freaky there. thing though is that. I don't know if you guys have heard of, I think it's called Watch Me Forever. There's a Twitter account that has a 24-7 live stream of AI-generated Seinfeld episodes. You can pull it up right now, and it's constantly going. That is fucking And weird. so I tuned in AI yesterday. AI-generated. AI-generated Seinfeld episodes. That's it's got to be better than what Seinfeld Can I see wrote. this? I need to see this. Yeah, you can pull it up at any time, and it's just, mm. it keeps going. And so I watched it for a little bit yesterday, and it freaked me the fuck out because it knows what it is. Like... The, the, this was the joke. Now, some of the jokes really fall flat. One was, I don't know the names. It, it was Jerry and a girl, and they're talking about their pet iguana. And the punchline was, man, you need a lot of lamps. That's more care than a dog needs. And then insert laughing. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> some of the jokes aren't funny at all. But there was this one joke where... Jerry Seinfeld's voice in this as well? Uh, kind of, Got but it's very iguana. shittily put together. Uh, what's the deal with cocaine? <laughs> Why do I like it so much? It's like, why is it so fun to do? But when I do it, I can't get my dick hard. And when I do it, I want to fuck more than any other time. (laughs) Something like that. I want to fuck so bad, but I can't get my dick hard when I'm on cocaine. Something like that. (laughs) How does cocaine affect the the male organ? Sorry? How does cocaine affect the male organ? I don't know. I've never done it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the next scene was of Jerry delivering a stand-up piece. And, um... His set went along the lines of this. Um, he was talking about how he walks in public and he sees everyone on their phones, everyone glued to their devices, and how he thinks that it's so sad that technology is taking over this part of people's lives. And then there was a big gap, and then it was like, well, maybe it can be a good thing. Because, now here's the punchline, people are often good and smart when they put their minds to stuff, right? Insert laughing crap. The punchline was the AI saying that humans are not good and smart. Oh, my God. And that that's insane. And I was, oh, no. Dude. And that's something you, you would get stoned and just watch. This is why I feel like, uh, the, like AI, in, AI in a lot of things would probably work, but AI in comedy would never work because they don't get irony. AI, mm. I don't feel like AI can ever understand but irony. But if you feed AI enough info, it can. Maybe. All right. So, like, here's here. Okay, I'll talk about this after, but let's have a look at this thing. Yeah, check in the shade. Hi, everyone. Yeah. How are we doing tonight? Okay, another stand-up. So I was driving the other day, and I saw something. You know what it was? Oh, so it's not real it life. It was a car with a bumper oh, it's sticker like, that amazing. said, Honk, if oh, you love math. Okay. I'm like, who would even put that on their car? So I honked, and you know what happened. Nothing. I guess you have to get it right. Math isn't for everyone. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, grand. 
Yeah, it's it's fucking trippy. And 24-7, it's going, generating new scenes. That just goes to show, though, like, there could be other AI simulated animated shows as well. Well, did you see the Family Guy one? Yeah, that was hilarious. It, it generated real-looking um, pictures of, like... Oh, I love that. Uh, family Guy. Yeah. You have to feed it a lot of information, but it, yeah. it did, like, a full... A full intro to the Family Guy thing as images, but they were like slowly zoomed in. So it was still a video, but it was like a whole intro to Family Guy. Yeah. Family Guy as real people generated by. Uh, I saw um they did a a seventies uh, sitcom show as The Simpsons in real life as well. Oh, I saw and that, that was insane. Mm. It looked real. I actually thought there was an a show that they did an IRL Simpsons in the seventies. Mm. It's insane. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that one. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that in that uh, show, uh, Marge Simpson would have been a lot less naggy. Yeah, hundred percent. Because back in the seventies, you know, you could just, like, just kind of uh, shut up, brush him off. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are you off with you? Homie. Uh, mm. Homie. But yeah, so does it scare oh, you? Homie. Does it scare uh, you it that scare this me? can steal your career that you're building? Um. Like any, if we're at that level where it's actually formulating somewhat, if it does, punchlines. I'm glad, in a very weird, ironic way, because I feel like it's going to get to the point. Because if people don't have anything to do, they will naturally start looking for something to destroy. So now that like we're even getting to the point where everything's becoming automated. Everyone's getting into a service industry or a trades industry. And it's like the the jobs are changing, but also jobs are becoming more limited. And now the fact that it's taking over creativity. So like once we get to the point where everything's automated and we don't need to work anymore, which is inevitable. Like that that's people don't understand. It's like it's it's hard to fathom and it probably won't happen in our lifetimes, but it will get to the point where like people just don't need to work anymore. Like Wally. 100%. Yeah. And uh, Pretty much. Wally. And uh, like, what do we do then? Well, we'll probably, be if fat, we'll, do nothing. Like, if we didn't have that AI, we would probably resort to like, oh, let's just do higher forms of creativity. Let's ever, let everyone explore their creative side. We've got a few mongoloids to like pull the levers and like, you know, lick the doorknobs, uh, like for their own entertainment. And then, like, we just kind of, you know, pursue higher art, poetry, art. But like, if AI is doing that and we have nothing to do, like, I feel like we'll probably, I don't know, we'll probably end up eating each other. <laughs> Just like that. Which is kind of like, like as an ironic bit, it's kind of funny. Just to feel something. Human beings can't be left to do nothing. That's like the one thing you understand. It's like you need to be doing something. See, it's that's like why people I wonder... like people want, like end up, it's like, oh, well, you know, I've got nothing else to do. What do I do? Well, I'll start an OnlyFans. And it's like, you know, because let's face it, it's like, Acting is the cheapest of all arts, yeah. And porn is the cheapest of all acting, yeah. So, wow. look at that. Just, just out there saying it because it's like acting is cheap because it's like they get a script, they get direction, they get people to put their makeup for them. Mm. If it's like a big production, they get people to pick their outfits out for them. They fucking just need to rehearse some lines, okay? Yeah. Us being on set, we know that the actors 
just were treated like kings. Yeah. Go on set, they get water. You look at the actor when you're not supposed to. You're actually not allowed to talk to the actors unless you're a director should, or You should a take producer. me on set and let me be in the onesie and I will just fuck with actors so hard. <laughs> yeah, you need. You know what you should do? You should audition for um, an advanced diploma short film and just completely fuck it. And just completely fuck it? <laughs> I do, do on a diploma one. Yeah, the do on Advanced one's actually like pretty serious yeah true go on a diploma one and just rock up in your onesie like tie-dye onesie but i reckon you should still act okay and still do it just commit to the bit everyone knows i can commit to the bit mm. we um we're thinking like as well me and one time me and blake were dressed as hot dogs and watched like medieval people like fighting mm-hmm. um, that was another fucking hectic day fucking tell that story a bit more yeah. please you, do you can't just <laughs> <laughs> dress as hot dog so we after FTS. Yeah, we filmed an event and it was October Halloween. October FTS Halloween event. So we dressed up as hot dogs. I remember uh, this. I saw the photos. Yeah. So we were still in our costumes and we were driving back to mine to put the equipment and George was going to get some files or do something with the hard drive. And he um we go past the lake near my house and we see this like all these tents set up near next to the lake. And we like have a look over, and it's like these people dressed in like medieval Knight. fucking like knights, wizards. There was a wizard. There was a wizard. But apparently, you're not, allowed wizard. To, you're not allowed to, not call, allowed him to call him a wizard. What, like what a you mage? He's, it was like some elder. Yeah, he was just a, 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 he was just an audience member in the corner. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to be the one with the potions and like the food and what. Anyways. Went home. An idea would have been like, because you were saying that you want to joust or something like that. Get oh yeah, I I I, I so want to try jousting, but I am quite happy just to be the test dummy for other people mm. jousting. See, I, so like I don't even need a stick. I just well, feel these... like it's a great bit. It'd be, it'd look funny on camera. Um, it's like my body's already falling apart at a rate of knots the way I treat it. So like, yeah. there's really not that much left to lose. So I would a hundred percent do that if I could just arrange it. But yeah. Well, they do jousting. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. They do. Jousting. And we were, we were talking to them about maybe it. making a documentary. We want to do a documentary, but like so have like, like a comedic follow, side to it. Follow one of because then they like they have knights, like mm. actual knights, and there's a whole league. This is like this is worldwide, it's by the way. Full on. There's right. a full ranking system, and they travel around Perth. They they, they fight. Australia. They have real armor. They have wars have as well. Swords. Like, like they have wars. Yeah, clan wars. They, they, like clash of clans. They have clan wars where like something has sparked. And they actually have like a full-on war. Like apparently, two nations. they've said they've they flown to nations. Adelaide to do like a huge war in like a field. And kill them? No, what it's not do? killing. It's like it's you get hit, and then if you get hit in the arm, that's your what arm. What a shame gone. they're yeah. not killing each other. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a bit different. Let's call it that. But like even the, like you say, it's like oh that's what people end up doing. No, it won't. People won't end up doing that. They like if you. I don't if, know, man. Nah, they fucking won't because at, at the end of the day, like. Those people still have other things. The thing is, those people have responsibilities. Yeah, they have like jobs it's outside. It's like they have things to do. You take those responsibilities away, mm. they need to be more creative. And like, I'm sorry, but like, as entertaining as it is, it's like bashing people over the head is not that entertaining. Particularly well. when like, it's like there's already robot wars. I remember that was massive in the like mid 2000s. I feel like that robot was massive. Battles. Yeah, robot battles. Oh, with the, they make like, their own robots. Yeah, that yeah. was so insane. I love that show. Yeah, like I, I honestly feel like it's 
it's kind of like let's always watch that it's maybe like that'll be it like it'll it will be like almost ancient rome like real still yeah have you guys like seen it, real it still? will be yeah yeah exactly maybe Robots? it will be like ancient rome where like the people who are fighting will just be like a select few and the rest of us are just savages who are just Drinking piss and doing drugs and fucking oh, whores. Oh no, it could be like the robots fight to the. I mean, death. I do that now, but like yeah. that's different. You mm. know? That's 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 my creative process. But like, if you have nothing to do, like people will just get addicted to every, every substance possible <laughs> just to feel something. See, or that's the thing. Or maybe this is how human intelligence furthers to the next step, because it's only now that um survival isn't something that's on our mind constantly. We are forgetting though that, that we can then. I think if in the future we're going back to um what would we do i think metaverse vr is what we'd do you can summon whatever you want they'll no, have the currencies metaverse. inside of like but something similar you know what i mean mm. like that kind of world like uh, like um ready player one basically yeah the metaverse uh, is fucking dumb i think that's what we all result to in the future you're talking Dude, about like yeah. people spent millions buying real estate in the metaverse oh, God. So i was like kill yourself it's like Please N- N- kill N- yourself. nfts were one thing but then, like, property, mm. or it is, it's, it is an NFT. Then they're building, like, music, like, in the metaverse, they're building NFT museums in the metaverse. And they're spending, like, millions and millions of dollars on it. And it's like, guys, it's like, at a certain point, I become really frustrated by the bullshit you yeah. spend your money on mm. when, like, you could be, it's like, feed one homeless person. Yeah. You know, it's like, just one. You know, it's like uh, at a certain point, I feel like the we- like the ultra wealthy in the world should not be trusted with their wealth. Like if, if you oh, didn't 100%. if you didn't buy that digital house in a yeah fake reality, that there's literally ones and zeros yeah. on a computer somewhere. Pretty much. Why would you, you do it? You could feed like thousands just, of yeah. people forever. I don't understand why you'd build a house in the metaverse and like be like, this is home, and then take your VR set it's off so and you're in the actual house. Yeah. It's, it's about money. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know. Also, who would want to live in that universe? Oh, it's like, if you're going to live in an augmented fake reality, fucking load me into Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Okay? I want to fucking lasso a woman's right activist and tie her down <laughs> to the train tracks, okay? I don't want to do that in real life, but like, it's nice to, you know, like live a fantasy of yeah, what I may have done a in little another bit. life, you know? I've actually almost finished it. I've replayed the oh, whole game. Yeah. It's so insane. It's like, I take pride in like riding into the Ku Klux Klan meetings and just like shooting everyone. It's <laughs> like, it's fucking awesome. Game's insane. I know. Or like, th- there's so much fun shit. I love like, uh, like, kidnapping people and then feeding them to the alligators it's like that's a really good one that's a really good that's a really fun pastime for me um what's another one uh um, just off your steam yeah it's it's like that's the world you want you want to live in where it's like oh i'm gonna come home to the metaverse and put my fake fucking beef patties on the fucking stuff like you were so fucking you do not deserve genitalia like you know like you you are like a fucking you are a waste of a human product like uh if i want to if if you want to delve into an augmented reality load me into fucking red dead redemption fucking roll around and fucking hunt animals and kill people in all kinds of fucked up ways or load me into call of duty invasion where i can I'll get, I'll, I'm hopeless at it. I'll get killed constantly. But it's very funny to hear 12-year-olds go on racist rants. <laughs> it's like... It, like some Assassin's Creed shit. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Just fuck around. Exactly. Mm. So, so like they relive ancient fucking Assassin's Creed is one of my favorite figures. games ever. Oh, yeah. Love Assassin's Creed. 
don't know. It's gone downhill though recently. Uh, it did and it didn't. Like they, they're always trying to do something new with it, which I kind of appreciate to a certain extent. But like, it's not really an Assassin's Creed game anymore, I don't think. Yeah, but like, what is an Assassin's Creed game? It's like the like everyone goes. It's it's the same thing where it's like people go back to like, what's another one, which is like, at, at the end of the day, I've said this constantly. I feel like because I didn't grow up in a poor family, but like I grew up in a family where entertainment was somewhat limited. Mm-hmm. Whereas now people are just spoiled for options. Oh, it's yeah. like. People were people were shitting on the last Call of Duty, and I'm just like, I found it entertaining. But like, I find everything entertaining. Yep. Like, leave me alone with a fucking you know cricket bat and a like a fuck and pebbles for a day. I'll be entertained. You know, I can I can get through it. But like, people get like wrapped up in bullshit, and they're like, oh, it wasn't as good as the last one. It's like you were spoiled for fucking shit. Yeah. Mm. You know, and that's what where I kind of feel like it's like people are never satisfied with with what is a true almost, fucking yeah, work of art? Almost, like, almost privileged with too much choice. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing as Netflix. Mm, yeah. It's like you, you can never decide what to watch on it. It's like, yeah, this it's is too much. much. Yeah. No, yeah. it's so funny that people like not liking things. They mm. like ruining their own enjoyment. Exactly. Being like, oh, I'm cool because I didn't like that. Exactly. Like, yeah, oh, well, you just yeah. wasted your time doing it. Whereas exactly. I had fun. Yeah. It's the same people who complain, oh, she made me wear a condom. It's like, obviously that's not <laughs> ideal. What? But like, you know, I'd still take that <laughs> over up, not having up. sex, you dickhead. You know? As I get older, you know what's funny? I like, like someone I hooked up with recently, like they made me wear a condom. Yeah. I'm, I'm now at the age where I'm like, I don't want to do that, but respect to you. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, yeah, good good on you for, for doing that. Like, um, like um, nowadays you'd be wanting to wear a condom. Sorry? Yeah, that's... Nowadays you'd want to be wanting to wear a condom yeah you're on your own there bloke i feel like but, oh. yeah. <laughs> so y- it Speak doesn't scare you <laughs> that like you could contract something no, no like i say man guardian angels guardian angels they watch over me man they work in double time <laughs> see that's just see you don't deserve healthy genitalia i don't have healthy genitalia oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel like we have well established that i'm gonna go get checked up soon i'm not that I'm worried about anything. I just feel like I need it. You know, it's like there comes a point where it's like it's just. It's been a while. Yeah, it hasn't has been. It, it's due for a service. Well, now you're right? getting all these blowjobs as well. You want to make sure you're clean for them. Blowjobs are fine. Blow jo- What's the worst that can happen with a blowjob? Well, you might give something to someone. Not with a blowjob. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think you can. You can yeah, get you can. stuff. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> can't have a label. Yeah, especially when it's in club bathrooms. Yeah, probably or in an alleyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe the alleyway. Yeah. Or holding the wall and then, oh, <sighs> grab grab the pole that Kobe. Uh, maybe. There's a lot of walls, <laughs> a lot of things that can go. Yeah, but, uh, not just the person themselves. But, yeah. <laughs> I'll go get checked up soon. Yeah, yeah I'm due yeah. for a service. Can we? Can we film it? Sure. Yeah. Bring the camera. Vlog. Put the Patreon on. The vlog. Yeah. Vlog. It's fucking SDI. <laughs> we'll just get your reaction to the results. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's like, uh, doctor, it's like, oh, well, we, you know, we've got something for you. Oh, yeah, what is it? Well, it's like, uh, well, you have everything and something new. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what would you like to name it? Mm. If I could name a disease after myself. It's got to be like some kind of... SDI. I mean, I like the Body flea angel. because if you give it, by sucking, oh. it just goes with the flea. You got mm. the you got the flea. Oh. Oh. I got the flea. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
mm. with the blue. Yeah, it'd be like you know the clap, which is like Dude, oh, I got the clap. Legs oh, fuck, bro, I got the flea. And you think the clap is bad? You you're like wait until you get the flea. Oh, yeah. Mm. You guys had any STDs yet? Nah, not quite. Mm. Not that I know of. Mm, your time will come. No, you <laughs> ever had any an STD scare? Yes. Yes. I was. Uh, fuck, I'm not with her anymore. Um, the <laughs> my partner at the time was like, she was carrying this like really obscure STD, very very obscure. I can't even remember the name of it. Apparently, like can fuck with your fertility a little little bit, which is most STDs. But like, she was worried she'd given it to me and I. But I had a checkup, and um. Just scratch my nuts real quick. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, that, that's not anything to be worried about, too. But uh, I had a checkup and I came back clear, but she was worried. And, and she only found it in like a random checkup because she was getting on the copper IUD um, because I, she wanted to come off the pill. And, she, but like to get on a, like, get on that fucking thing you need to go through an std check because mm. what can happen is the copper iud can push up any bad bacteria like mm. yeah, okay. further up into your fucking business and uh and it can't apparently it's not good for you um and uh yeah she she took a while to get rid of that i remember when she was off the pill there was a period like when we couldn't go without having sex which was fine like i was okay with that but i was adamant i'm like i'm not having like let's try it with condoms I'm not promising any great performance, but I'll definitely try. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was like, yeah, I really want to have sex. I, like, I want to have sex too. And she was like, but she like, she hated condoms almost as much as me. Like, this is a weird thing when you meet chicks who hate condoms and they're just like, not in me. You know, it's like, you know, fucking bareback me. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, and, uh, and um, they fucking go, they, they hate condoms. And she was just like, just, Fuck me. And I was like, you, you, you're no birth control and you want me to go without a condom. And like... Yeah, but do you always finish inside? No, but like, that's not the point. Pre-ejaculate's a thing. Mm, you know? Exactly. And like, with her, yes, I pretty much always finished inside. She wouldn't let me finish anywhere else. Um, but uh, <laughs> the... Baby. Mm, God, nah. I wish. She wants um, to... Wait, you want to... You want a child? No, God no. But like, that's... Isn't that's, that what you... Oh. No, like she did. Yeah. Uh, God, I dodged that bullet. But um, no, she was like. Yeah, that's why she's getting you to come inside of her. No, I'm not with her anymore, <laughs> thank fuck. But she was. I remember one time she was like, "No, I've timed it. The period's right." Yada yada yada. And then nah. her friend was like, "No, I have this period tracking app." And it's like, Blood. you know what's, you know, what, all right. You're confident in your period tracking app to not get her pregnant. You know what I'm not. You know what I'm confident it's not going to get her pregnant not having sex with her. It's like, that's that's my fucking birth control, yeah. bitch. It's like, I don't need... And this thing be like, it's the app. It's like, you can trust the app. It's like, no. motherfucker, I can barely get Spotify to work half the time, okay? <laughs> you think I'm going to fucking trust your fucking period app that maybe like half a dozen people use around the world? It's yeah. like, no, fuck off. Also, everyone <laughs> knows that like periods are not exactly always like... Oh, pattern no. performing. Some girls take like six weeks. Some girl, I don't know everything fucking about periods, so like, correct me if I'm wrong. But like, different chicks have different fucking like oh, periods, yeah. and it's like, she goes to show like women are fucking confusing. I can't make. Well, it's like the pill will sometimes really help 
check, but then and other times it'll, fuck it, it'll just up. fucking make them feel absolutely terrible. So you don't see yourself as a daddy? No. Don't. No. Do now there, there was kids? there was a moment when you entered hell daddy mode when we were doing street interviews with Martin and Sean. Yeah. And um, you started you you were giving out advice, you were praising them, and I was like, fuck this man, this man would be a good dad. No, but those are my homies. That's different. Well, like, you, you were like you were like the role model dad <sighs> mm. in that situation. Mm. Both of those guys are older than me and have probably done more difficult things. Than me. <laughs> but like, I offer advice to homies when they're in need. But like, no, I I am not a. I've been around. I've done some things. But like, I offer advice to people who can make use of my fucking obscene life, but uh, um, and obscene experiences. Yeah. But uh, it's like no, I would I'd make a horrible father. I'm too selfish. Because I have too much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I said also, I'd, like, sorry, but I'd, like, take the absolute piss out of a kid if I had a kid. <laughs> that kid would have no self-esteem. Like, so I wouldn't do nothing but fucking emotionally abuse that child. <laughs> like, and oh. I feel bad about that. But I, I, it's not that I would want to. It's the fact I couldn't help myself. Jeez. It's like I, oh I would find it too funny not to do. <laughs> it's like... Can you just imagine, like, it'd be like, Dad, Dad, Dad. It's, like, it's past the math test. And it's like, math is gay. You know, something like that. Yeah, or something, man. some kid comes in and it's like, oh, Dad, Dad, like, I fucking, I kicked the goal at footy today. Pfft. Fucking footy Don't sucks. That, yeah, but uh, when, the head, when they come you to you know? and they're like, Dad, Dad, I got laid. You're like, fuck, yes. Yeah, yeah, Let just, me tell you some stories. Yeah, well, no, no <laughs> even then, like, I'd probably just fuck with it. And I'll be like, yeah, I bet it was a guy, eh? Or something like that. Or it was like, <laughs> yeah, how's or even if it was a guy, I'd be like, if they said it was a guy, it'd be like, uh, it'd be like, yeah, fucking, I don't know. You know, I'd probably go that to be like, if they fucked a, it'd be even funnier if they came where it was like, oh, yeah, dad, dad, I lost my virginity. The girl was beautiful. And I'm like, real dudes fuck, man. You know, something yeah. like that. Just <laughs> any way to fucking humiliate. And, the thing is, I would feel so bad about it afterwards, but I'd still find it so funny. Like, and that is why I cannot have children. I treat them way the too much. The most fucking depressed teenager ever. Oh man, it'd be. And then you're like, hey, well, you you don't like my parenting? There's at the end of the free trial, dude. Yeah. There's a way out. <laughs> Dang. Damn. Damn. I'm not. I've already talked about just emotionally abusing a child for my own entertainment, but. Like I, like yeah, I said, for it. I don't <laughs> want to sizzle. do that because I want to do it. I do that because I couldn't help myself. Mm. I it's, think that's worse. Maybe. Yeah. Then you might not realize you do it. No, I would realize I'm doing it. Yeah. It's the same reason like when, uh, you know, I'm getting pissed on a night out. Oh, no, I know I'm drinking. I knew yeah. I was going to be hung over as hell at this yeah. interview today, but I kept on drinking. And that yeah. was a, a tremendous mistake that I would, yeah, I'd probably do it again. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, like getting here was rough as shit. When I got here, I was so fucked and like, yeah. I, I'm pretty good now. But if you ask me, oh, would you, would you do things differently? No, probably not. No. Yeah. It was a sick night out. I got go. three people asked my numbers and I got two blowjobs. You know, what, what more can you ask mm. for on a night out? Sick. Not much. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be complaining. What would be your price for a man to sleep with you? To suck my dick? Um, no, for you to suck a man's dick. For me to suck a man's dick? Yeah. Um, $20 or $20. Like, how much would you pay him? How much would I pay him? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, 
You know, I've always said if I if I were to suck a penis, it would have to be a big one, you know, because it'd need to be memorable, you know? Mm. It's like if you're going to do something, do it so you don't forget. You're going to go out with a bang. Exactly. <laughs> you know? um, but uh, how much money would I pay a man to suck his penis? Honestly, probably nothing. Mm. Um, how much would you get paid? How much would I get paid for a man to suck my penis? No, for you to suck. No, for you to for you to suck a man's dick. To, how much be a would they what's, need to pay what's me? What's your price? Yeah. Okay. Probably staggering. Asking for low. a friend. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's embarrassingly low. You can do a lot with five hundred bucks, guys. Um, <laughs> that's all right. You can do a lot with a thousand. Uh, you can. Obviously, that's that's not an ideal scenario. But you do a lot. I could I could make I could stretch a thousand dollars quite a bit. You know, um, I'm pretty good at I'm I'm a pretty good money stretcher. Thousand dollars can do wonders. Thousand dollars can do a lot. You know. Um, thousand dollars would probably pay for the podcast for like a year. Mm. Um, it would be nice. Uh, and to be honest with you, while I'm ethically opposed to pornography, not ethically opposed to prostitution. So, um, right. but isn't pornography just prostitution on camera? Yeah, it's just safer prostitution. Uh, I don't think it's safer prostitution. Well, yeah, because it's controlled by media companies and they have rosters of stars. Yeah, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. It's like it's like acting, but see, it's like and you know how I feel about acting. <laughs> like, but uh, no, like the the thing I think about pornography, and again, I don't like say this to disparage pornography. Make your money, however you got to make your money. Yeah. But like, I, I truly have no hatred towards people who make pornography. But I I feel like consuming uh, that kind of media for your brain cannot possibly be good for you. Mm. It probably, oh, no. it changes your attitude of what sex is. It changes yeah. your attitude of what sex should be. It changes expectations. It's, it's just, it's not, there, there is no way pornography. Well, can yeah, because it's, it's giving you exactly what you want. Exactly. Like you can find something mm. that you like is exactly what you want. Exactly. And you, it limits your, um, and it's always it's like oh the sex with someone the sex with someone for the first time because it's always sex with someone for the first time is oh it's amazing and it's like no sex with first time sex with someone for the first time is usually the worst sex you can have with them it's like the best sex usually happens around the third time because mm. the first time like you're communicating you're getting like you're working things out the second thing you start to pick up more subtle nuances like the start things to learn that make more them about tick them. and yeah. things like that by the third time you got communication go you got time. the ticks it's like all right mm -hmm. i am going to spray paint your sheets darling you know it's like it's going to be a good time for you and for me we're both going to go it. time but like that first time it's like oh fuck i'm nervous it's like i fucking didn't you know mentally prepare for this it's like something's wrong with me it's like fucking my mind's everywhere because of my adhd brain mm. It's like I fucking screamed out someone else's name because I forgot yours. You know, it's just, it's, that's, no. So I think, yeah, pornography, again, no hatred towards anyone who makes it. Make your money however you fucking need to. Lord knows it's hard to make money these days. Mm. But I still don't think uh, it's an ethical way to do it. I think OnlyFans is probably the only ethical way to do it. I think take down free to stream porn sites. Yeah. Because yeah. if you take down free to stream porn sites but allow OnlyFans, I feel like what you're doing, because at the end of the day, no media like involving consenting adults should be inhibited because I feel like then it becomes a freedom of speech thing. Yeah. Um, even though like, while I don't agree with that form of freedom of speech, I would rather not violate it because mm -hmm. you tear down one thing, what's the next thing you tear down, right? Yeah. But uh, you, 
make everything on OnlyFans and that way it's the most ethical transaction, you know? Women don't need a manager. They don't need to be on yeah, a roster. Exactly. You know, they're like not they're exploited for their work. They get, and, and people pay for what they get. And people can decide what they're happy to pay for. And <clears> that way, like, it, 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 everyone is happy and you cut out the middleman. And it's just, it, it's probably the most ethical and freedom-wise the safest way to do it. So, <laughs> but prostitution, it's like prostitution is the oldest trade in the world. Yeah. It's like, Still going. It's still going. Oh. It's legal in most countries. It's, you know, legal in Australia. It's like, why? And it, it's proven, like, every country that legalizes prostitution has less, less sex crimes. Um, mm. It's like, you don't need to look any further than, like, uh, um, Holland than that. It's like, they have, like, the loosest uh, sex worker laws. And they have, like, some of the lowest rates of sex crime in the world. Yeah, it's classified as a sex crime. A rape. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one of those old, old you know, those chestnuts. Yeah, just that old ancient medieval pastime, you mm. know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I knew a group that would um go into brothels to give like respite care to the prostitutes and they would um give them massages and teas and like snacks and things and just talk to them. And um Shit. so when you say you're more ethically opposed to porn, it's like those actresses are being less traumatized by what they're doing, uh, to to a degree, generally, because yeah, to it's a like certain extent. then people who have to do this physically with people for money. Hmm. True, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, a lot of porn stars were forced into that industry as well. well. You need, don't need to look any hmm. further than Maya Khalifa. Like, and and the other thing too is with free to stream porn sites, they have no right over what they create. Because it's like you're putting your body out there, but like you can't turn you can't turn around and say to these people, "Oh, I don't want that to be on display anymore." And they're mm. like, "No, nope, sorry, we're keeping it." Like with OnlyFans, you have that choice. You can decide to take it down uh, at any time you want. There's probably a bootleg version of it on Reddit, so good luck with that. But yeah. like, at least you can take it down. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? With OnlyFans, you like you control what you edit out. Yeah. But as opposed to you rock up mm. on set, you don't know what's going to get put in the final yeah. cut. You just film true. for like four hours. And the fucking. you say it's like, I don't <laughs> think being a, a prostitute is would be fucking easy. I imagine oh, no. it can be very, very difficult. But like any, t- it is proven. And, and the other thing too, um, making things illegal has never gotten rid of anything. No, they tried m- making it alcohol worse. illegal, it made it worse. Like, and that's what they're finding in America these days where, like, every, like, state that has, still has uh, crim- criminalized prostitution. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking There's still streetwalkers and pimps everywhere. And mm. those women are more abused than they would be if it was legal. Yeah. It's like, I'm not saying it's a fucking perfect system, but, like, there's a better of both worlds, you know? Mm. Humans want what they, uh... Humans want what they shouldn't want have. Well, apparently, um, Canada's now legalized cocaine as well. I heard that, mm. yeah. So I wonder how that's going to go. Well, you know, they don't call the Great White North for nothing. Yeah, mm. there you go. <laughs> but um, we we're talking about traumatizing children, and I think we're going to veer into wrapping up the episode. Go on. But um, on the note of traumatizing children, um, is that something that runs in your family? No, I don't think so. Um, I feel like every parent will inevitably make fuck-ups. Mm. Um, but... Like, I was closer with my mum as a kid than I am now. Right. But as I've gotten older, 
I'm closer with my dad. And it's weird because I find like you get a little bit older and you give your parents some time and you realize, oh, these people are just fucking humans too. Mm. It's like, of course they yeah. make mistakes. You put your parents up on a pedestal and then you expect them not to fuck up. You're in top yeah. there, like mm. as, as long as they're your parents. But like you get a bit older and a little bit more mature and then you give them some time. And like my parents were pretty good, but like they made fuck ups. Like, and then I realized that. And then it's like, oh, you know, they, you know, they just tried to fucking do the best they knew how to with what they knew. Mm-hmm. And then it goes on from there. So like, yeah, I could, it, it'd be so easy for me to point out all the wrongs my parents did, but like, I prefer to look at all the right things they did, uh, when they could have easily just fucking done nothing, which is like, unfortunately for a lot of people, what a lot of parents are like. Yeah. Mm. Um, probably not the majority. Most parents probably care about their children, but there are enough parents out there for it to be d- disturbing that they don't give a fuck about their kids. Yeah. That stems from not wanting them in the first place. Mm. That's why you Sometimes. should not uh, criminalize abortion. And that's mm. why we should wear condoms, Alex. Yes. Speak for yourself. And amongst <laughs> other reasons. Uh, pull-out game mm. has never failed me so far. Yeah, Neither. but um, uh, so I good found... to stay safe from the STIs. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, most comedians I know, they're just all any funny people, generally are either severely traumatized or autistic. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a feel for kind of which, which way this. Where, where does your comedy stem from? Is what I'm trying to ask. Uh, <laughs> Look, I, I feel like it's so easy to put a blanket statement over, oh, there's trauma. I feel like everyone has trauma. Oh, yeah. oh 100%. Um, so I'm not going to I'm fucking... talking severe trauma. Yeah, but like... I mean, like PTSD. whenever they kicked a goal in footy, their dad was like, oh, footy's for gays. And, you know, <laughs> when they when they first lost their virginity, their dad... Oh, I'm sure talking that kind man. of trauma. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, no, but like, I feel like trauma is like... Trauma means different things to different people. I feel like... For me, like, it's getting a bit weird, but like uh, my, and I'm happy to talk about it nonetheless, but I've never talked about it on a podcast before, but like my, you don't have to, my mum and dad love each other and they're still married, but like they had a bumpy road in their marriage at one point. Mm. And like, I was the youngest of six kids and like, it kind of always brought me a huge amount of pleasure to like, when anyone was going through anything difficult. It kind of always brought me pleasure to make other people laugh, to like forget yeah. their troubles. Because mm. I've kind of always thought laughter is, has always been a coping mechanism, which is why is. like I choose not to judge people for what they may laugh at. Because reality is, is that people laugh at all kinds of fucked up shit. They're like, we've made some fucked up jokes on this podcast, but there are people out there who make way more fucked up jokes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And um. I choose not to judge them for it. Even like if it horrifies me and it might not be a joke I say. And I hear some comedians say some shit on stage that I wouldn't say. But like, I still don't judge them because it's like, at the end of the day, what have they gone through? What are they dealing with to come to that sense of humor? Which is mm. like, and, and if you tell them like, the other thing too is I think like, if you tell people, oh, you can't say that. Oh, great. That's when you start getting like mass shooters and things like that. It's like, you know, intent matters, context matters. Obviously, oh, yeah. some people like there's 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 some things wrapped up in some jokes that can be quite confronting to some people. I get that, but I don't think you should police humor. Yeah. I understand. I don't mind people being offended, yeah. but I don't like. But don't tell me what's funny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's 
perfectly natural to be offended because being offended is a little bit like laughter in terms of that it's an involuntary reaction. You know, I see things that offend me, but like, I still don't tell people what's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just think like people laughter trying to be for controlling. Me, exactly. Yeah. Whereas like laughter for me has always been a coping mechanism and making other people laugh is like exporting a coping mechanism. Mm, you know, yeah. you're helping other people cope. You're helping other people like forget deal and like struggle through their difficulties you know like and it. so like that's kind of what i always got out of it and yeah it just kind of made me enjoy it mm. started with always making my siblings laugh and then my parents and my nana who she lived with me us until i was like 11 i think and then it yeah it just kind of goes from there mm. So yeah, that's that's that no, that's boring so sweet. story. That's yeah. so sweet. See, I, I, I was formula- formulating the question. Look, I very well might be some... extremely traumatized, but but comedians will never reveal that. Like, comedians are masters at using ninety-five percent of their personality to hide the five percent you're not saying. Mm. Damn. So that's what, what are you saying? Quite, what are you saying? Yeah, it's five percent of me, which is like you no will never one will see. see. You will never, never see. Ever see. Well, I mean, that's the... with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. There's I wouldn't even... Yeah, but some people share it with their partners. If I found a life partner, wouldn't share it with them. You go fuck yourself. Yeah. You're never <laughs> but getting is into. there part of you that wants to tell someone? No. You don't want to share it? No. But is that like... It's... You free? Like love, for example, that will influence you to do different things that you might... Love is not a real emotion. Like... You don't reckon? Have you ever truly been in love? Yes, I have. It did not work out. So I Neither. can taste that you had the emotion. Neither it didn't work out in the end, but I still look love. Felt no, it. I, I just love is a real emotion. Being in love is real. Yes, love is beautiful. I shit on it because it's funny, but I it is. It's like if you're asking me, like, no, I've been in love probably twice in my life, and the first, the second person, it's kind of like still kind of there. We still kind of chat, but like we just know we're not at the the right stage in either of our lives for it to fucking work. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, even with that person that like I care about and I trust, there's, there are things about my personality, no, that even I would not reveal to them. Mm. See, I feel like but, I've been wanting to move towards a state with my partner where there isn't that that we don't understand about each other. Gay, like, I want to know the shit that gay. I don't want to know. You, you want to know the shit you don't want to know? Yeah. No, man, some things are better left in the closet. But see, that, that's the thing. That's generally how I've always felt. So now I'm like, well, is that the case? Can I truly love her if I don't understand all the shit that I don't want to know? It's, that's true. Look, I, I see your point, it's but like, I also think of it the other way in terms of it's like the, the only things that maybe need to be brought up are things that will matter in the future. Mm. Anything that doesn't matter, that, that will not matter in the future, like the even past. the past. Leave in if the there's a past. past like event that's happened and you've changed as a person because of it, I feel like it's still okay to talk about that because you have adapted and you have changed as a person. Yeah, it shows so you how can you tell them, and it shows character development. And it's it's a big part <sighs> of their life. Who wants to develop character though? Okay, dude, I'm a storyteller. That's that's all I want. I want to learn everything about everyone, man. No, not for me. No, mm. I just I just I, it's like no, they're, they're, they're like. And there are things I do enjoy sharing with other people. But like, no, there's like things about myself. It's like... I better left no. unsaid. The other thing too is I kind of think it's for myself. And like, I don't 
I don't fucking knock anyone for what they choose to share or how they choose to cope with anything or what kind of relationship they have with their partner. This is probably just my own fucking mental illness. But like, I would feel, I would probably feel like I'm fucking being a bit of a cunt if I like dumped a shitload of like garbage on my fucking partner that they didn't need to deal with. But it's in good time. Uh, No, just better left unsaid. A lot of people think that though. They they no, feel just like it down. just bottle it down until you have a heart attack at like forty two, <laughs> and that's that's it's just no. That's not the natural way to do things. <laughs> Share it if you want to. Yeah. I don't think it will ever be for me. That's okay. It's that's just, fair enough. Everyone's, and I'm just I don't encourage anyone else to be like that. But it's working for you. It's somehow <laughs> <laughs> until that heart attack is that, comes along is that, does that stem down to unresolved issues oh, everyone's got unresolved issues the other thing is but like, the thing is you can resolve them can you though you can this turned into a therapy session I don't, think I don't think everything can be resolved I don't even think everything should be resolved the brain I is so malleable that. though like you can rewire your brain like for the most part <laughs> Mate, do you know how many fucking rewirings my brain has been through <laughs> Not I enough. had a fucking brain rewiring walking here today. <laughs> I had to rewire it then. Okay? Just like, uh, make sure you can do this. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, I was rewiring my brain when I was having that cold shower. I was yeah. like putting it back together. It's like I I just, just pick up the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it. But like it's like I like there's you, you say where it's like unresolved thing. It's like the other thing too is it's like I do feel like that's a cop-out too for myself, not for anyone else, but like people say, oh, you've got this unresolved trauma and the unresolved thing. I feel personally like I would feel like a little bit of a bitch for that because I know fucking people who are going through worse shit than me. I like I saw it especially at FIFO, working for FIFO for eight years. I knew a guy who killed himself. I wasn't close with him, but I knew him. And then I was on site like on three occasions when people killed themselves Jeez. and then I was on site for like two workplace fatalities and like doesn't get talked <clears throat> enough about well yeah no never does but like what those families go through oh. like my fucking trauma doesn't compare to that what those guys went through when they killed themselves when they compare that but and no, like the guys who don't kill themselves like what was incredible to me was I had a supervisor on site who was honestly funniest man I may have ever met mm. like Forget Martin Darcy, love him to bits, funny as fuck. This supervisor may be the funniest man walking. He's funny. This motherfucker was going through a divorce, like he was losing his kids, he had to sell his house. He was going through all kinds of shit, and yet somehow he still managed to turn up to work every single fucking day and make his crew laugh and get the job done. Mm. And it's like, I just think, it's like, how the the fuck, like, what right do I... And again, this is probably a backwards way of thinking. I don't think it's right, but it's just my fucking fucked up way of thinking. What right do I have to bitch and complain to anyone, even people who are close to me, when that guy is fucking, you know, yeah. finding the strength to pull a fucking hard day's work out of his ass every day? But that's what I think is wrong with the woke community. Like, because wokeness is, like, I do get it. Like, there's not all of wokeness is bad, but there is a kind of a bit about it I don't like, just to finish off. Let me know when you need, to sh- need me to shut the fuck up. I feel like woke people, even though their intentions are good, 
they are wrapped up in this bubble of believing that their trauma is the worst and they mm. are wrapped and they surround themselves with other people who make yeah. them believe that and it's like I can't stand it and then they go and it's like oh you shouldn't do this you shouldn't laugh at that you shouldn't make that joke you shouldn't do this and it's like you say like you this is coming from a place of trauma but like you have no idea what other people's trauma is yeah exactly like i see i worked with so many guys who were struggling with things their entire life who had much more traumatic lives and much more difficult lives than any woke person i ever knew and it's like i i get where wokeness comes from and i don't think it comes from a bad place but when you start telling people what is and what isn't funny and what coping mechanisms they should use it's like no go go fuck yourself it's like yeah. I, I don't think it's right and you telling people what's funny is like not the way to do it because people will just disagree with you because people don't get to decide what they find well people are gonna deal with things in their own way mm. but in saying the situation about you know like oh his issue is worse why should i complain it's like if you put it this way someone might have broken their femur bone terrible and you roll your ankle or like you injure it really badly just because their injury's worse doesn't mean you shouldn't get treated. I know what you're saying and I agree with you, but I don't abide by it because I'm mentally ill, boy. <laughs> That's <laughs> where I was trying to get. Like, I'll fully cop to it. I don't think I'm autistic and I don't think I'm particularly necessarily traumatized, but like I fully cop to being mentally fucking ill. I just don't do anything about it. Like most people. But I admit to it, unlike most people. And I, I, that's good. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my attitude towards it. Like, well, like I said, people deal with it in their own ways. And if you are happy and you are able to... I'm as happy as I've ever been. That's good. Which is weird. Yeah. There you go. That's the main thing. Mm. But you should definitely still, if you are going through something, it's good to um, talk about it just like this, you know? Because maybe those guys that lost their life just need someone to talk to. Oh, the bad things happen to fucking people and people flip on like a moment's notice. One of the guys who, thank God he didn't. And I don't know, I didn't, I never met him, but like we, we heard about it and we heard why he did it. He tried offing himself because his wife cheated on him and ran away with his children. This was a guy who'd been working for like two decades Jeez. and he was just like, well, what's the fucking point? And yeah, he tried ending it and it's like, the, the 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 and he, thank God he's still alive and you know he's he's pushing on. But like the things that make people flip that go from A to B is like it can happen so quickly. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's more terrifying than it happening slowly because like you can see where people get pushed and pushed and their lives is so hard and they deal with it for so long that they eventually snap. But when people go from A to B in an yeah. afternoon, it's like fuck if it gets go through like yeah a longer process you have time to get through it mm. and grow while it's happening whereas yeah goes a to b just like that then yeah it's gonna do some damage yeah yeah no fucking fifo man it's a it's it's a pretty fucked industry you you haven't talked much about your podcast so if you would like to hear more of alex um, yeah, if you like my deranged, uh, thoughts, uh, you'll love it when I'm with Martin Darcy. Uh, we have a podcast called Profeshi Anal Degenerates. It's on Spotify. It's on a couple of other platforms too. It is coming to, uh, Apple soon. 
Um, but yeah, our main thing is Spotify. We also have a couple of video episodes. We endeavor to do a video episode once every two, one or two months. But yeah, we've, we interview all kinds of weirdos, tattoo artists, painters, drag kings, drag queens, videographers, um, a lot of other comedians and a lot of people in the music business. So like, we just like to interview entertainers and fun, funny people. So, you know, and, and we share our fucked up thoughts and it's fun. Uh, so yeah, go check that out. Martin Darcy is one of the funniest human beings walking the planet and no one can convince me otherwise. And so if you thought I was funny, go check him out. Martin Darcy, comedian. Well, Alex, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you so much, guys. This has been fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, and it started with like a, just a wild fucking night out meeting Blake and, and George. Now it's, now we're here. Curing our hangover. Still pretty hungover, but... All right, thank you very much. Until next time. Thank you so much, guys. Done. Oh. The outro is so awkward. Shit, I probably missed my mum's phone call. Uh, I told her I was doing a podcast today, so I didn't, I didn't come to her and make it.